I'm Matt Bronger. This might help. I am not a doctor. This might help. I'm not a professional. Let's have fun. This honestly is a good time. I'm Matt Bronger. This might help the podcast. Hey, welcome to This Might Help uh, with Matt Bronger, baby edition. Uh, uh, first off, shout out to everyone that's uh, sent me all the support and has been um, subscribing to the show and giving us a good rating, blah, blah, blah. All the mighties. That's what you're known as now, the mighties. I did a, a survey on uh, IG uh, live or no stories. I'm old and asked what my fans should be called. And people were like this, that, and the other. And one guy was like, mighties. It should be mighties because this might help. And I'm like, that's awesome. So thank you to all the mighties, the people who take the time to listen to my dumb little show and who get it. It's for fun. A lot of you know that I had a kid. My wife had a kid. I was there. I was holding her hand. I didn't have it. Uh, but we uh, were in the hospital for several days. Things were things are fine, but we we did what's called inducing, where you've gone, you know, you you've reached the end. It, it the the baby is baked, and the doctor and you agree. Okay, let's induce. And um, I won't get into exactly how you do it, but it's uh, it's not fun for the mom. Um, but we made it through, and uh, Cedar Sinai was was incredible. I will say. It was quite the experience um, being in a hospital in, in this in this time of COVID, where we're just wearing masks the whole time. It, it was a thing where we had the room to ourselves, which was great, the wife and I, and our baby to be. But when um, you know when no one was in that room, we take the mask off. But it was that constant thing of you got to have it right near you, no matter what you're doing. You're, you're listening to music, you're reading a book, you're doing work on your laptop, whatever it is. You hear that doorknob turn, grab your mask, throw it on. And uh, other than that, there wasn't a lot of uh, problem with, with what's going on, which was, which was nice. They, the, the patients that are dealing with COVID, it's an entirely different building, an entirely different entrance. And God bless all the people that are helping that, the, that situation out, but we were not in that. Um, and uh, yeah, we were in uh, one room for two days where we had the, had the kid and then uh, in, in, recovery for two days in another room and got home on Friday. As I record this, this is a Friday is we got home a week ago with, uh, with Rose, my daughter Rose and uh, my parents got here on Saturday. My parents uh, did this thing where they, um, they quarantined for two weeks and they had an RV that they had rented. Uh, there's this, this service. You can just rent an RV from, from the owner like Airbnb. Uh, cause there's, there's a service called, uh, like, I forget the name, but, um, it's like American freedom or something. And they have a fleet of them. And my wife and I looked at that at one point, we were talking about going on a road trip and that is, it's just expensive as all hell. Uh, but this Airbnb, uh, type service is not that it's really cost effective. So my parents got that and they had been, they drove down and took them a couple days from Portland and then they, uh, pulled up and they were in the house with us for, you know, the, the, this whole week, we only left to occasionally go to like the supermarket uh, for like a short run or whatever, but they helped with the baby. And um, it, it's one of those things they just left today. So I, earlier, I was a little bit emotional. It was wild having that. I don't know if you guys saw the series Homeland, where they took that guy hostage, and then didn't let him see anyone for a year. And then they, when the moment he saw someone, he's like, help, talk to me. I'm so alone. It wasn't that bad. 
but it was that thing where like, it was surreal having my parents here, like having them in, being in a house with someone that is not your, your spouse or the person you live with. Like anyone listening to this right now, probably, you probably can't imagine if you're being safe. Uh, cause we've been very safe. They've been very safe, but it was wild just having my parents in the house. And then today they kissed Rose goodbye. We took a picture in front of the RV and they pulled out and they drove away. And it was that, that moment was a little bit like, uh, gosh, going off to college or, or your, your last day of summer camp. We're like, I, I don't want you to go, but I did want them to go. Like they, was, a week is a lot of time to spend under the same roof with your parents as a grown man. But at the same time, it was the, the, the feeling of, okay, it's going to go back to the way it was. It's going to go back to us and the waiting. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's one thing that's kind of driving a lot of people crazy is just obviously the waiting, but the intermittent feeling of going in and out of that feeling uh, where, where you're, you're, you, you, you're dealing with it, you're fine, and then you see an old friend and maybe you can't, and you can't hug them or something. And then you go home and you're like, fuck all of this. Like this, this year has just been surreal. Um, but uh, bottom line, their visit was amazing. And uh, the roses were in roses. Great roses. I was just talking to Renee, my producer that she, she wakes us up every three hours at night to get fed. And other than that, we sleep. So it's been good. I'm not jinxing it by saying like, yes, it'll be easy. It has not been easy. But it's, it's great. I really do uh, love being a dad. And, and I couldn't have chosen a better wife to, to have, a, have a kid with. It's just, you know, I know, like, it's, it's weird. Because as you're listening to this, I know you're like, you're like, but you're, you have so much of your life ahead of you. You know, you're in your mid 40s. That's so young. And I agree with you. Um, but uh, it's, it's one of those things, I, I'm going to be the old dad, I'm sure, I'm, go, I'm going to be at soccer practice, probably older than anyone, and, and, and I'll tell you right now, there, there isn't a, a cell in my body that gives half of a fuck, I don't care, it's, I, it, every, every, this, this is when I was, I was supposed to do it, there are people who are listening to this who had kids very young, and that was probably great for you, and I'm sure I could have hacked it, but this is, it's perfect timing, because it's just, I mean, I, I, it's, it's a weird time. I talked with one of my uh, now ex agents on the phone because he got furloughed from the agency I'm with. And then he called me and he was going out on his own. And we, we were kind of running down the list of everything that's gone by and everything that's happening and, and just everything's uh, different and kind of worse. And every, you know, there, there, there are production uh, things happening, but you know, it's, it's, it's now, yeah, it, every, everything's like kind of falling apart in the business and the opportunity will be kind of building things back up. But there would have been a time where I would have had that phone call with him and gone, God damn it, everything's fucked. You know, like, uh, what will this mean for me? And there are parts of me that feel that way. But if I would have had that phone call about 10 years ago, I would have been despondent for a week and just kicking the wall and being like, shit, what the fuck? When am I going to get worked again? When am I going to get on stage again? When am I going to book a role again? Uh, stuff is rolling off my back much, much, much more than it used to because I have this kid, because I have this relationship. And, it, and, it, and it's good. We all need magical distractions. That's what friendships are. That's what uh, a really good job can be. That's what uh, an experience 
that lifts you up can be. So just try to hold on to those guys. And um, I, I will say, in case you're wondering, my, my dumb fuckery, my dipshittery is still alive and well. I, I am a dad, yes, and technically an adult. But uh, about the second day of our hospital stay uh, in the morning, I went and I looked on a map and saw there was a, a, a blue bottle coffee right outside Cedar sinai I'm like, oh, I'll get, I'll get us coffees. And um, wife was like, yeah, great. I want a cappuccino. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna get a cold brew. Should I get any pastries? She's like, yes. And so I, you know, I put in the order, put on my mask, left the hospital, walked out, got my stuff, uh, and then walked back to the hospital. And I, and I go back to our floor and I went uh, holding two coffees, mask on, right into the wrong room, right into uh, the room next door to ours where they had had a kid, uh, I want to say maybe hours before. They were both sitting in the bed holding the baby. Uh, the wife did not have a, a shirt on. I didn't see anything. He was in the way. But I walked in and went, oh, fuck, wrong room. And I turned and walked out and they laughed. Thank God they laughed. They cracked up holding their newborn baby. And there was a man in the hallway who's a nurse. And he said, uh, you went in the wrong room. And I was like, I did. I understand if you want to kick me the fuck out, but please don't. Uh, my, my daughter's getting born at some point. And he was like, I'm not going to kick you out, man. And I said, thanks. And then I went into the room uh, that, that we had, our room. So <laughs> that's, that's me. That's, that's who I am. I'm the guy who uh, goes into the wrong room when uh, you don't have a shirt on and you're with your husband and you're holding your, your newborn kid. And somehow you don't get mad, which is nice. And I appreciate that. I, uh, I should have found out that, um, you know, what, where, where those people were going or what their address was so I could send them a box of cookies and say, I didn't see uh, your wife's breasts, uh, but yeah, I saw your kid. That's a lovely child. Um, so that's, that's, that's me. I didn't want to have a guest this week because so much shit had happened and I just didn't have it in me to connect with someone uh, and, and, and see if they could do it. I got, I got some amazing guests coming up. Um, if you're, if you're listening for the first time and, and, uh, you want to call in, um, the, the number is three, two, three, seven, six, three, zero, two, two, eight, three, two, three, seven, six, three, zero, two, two, eight. You call, you won't get anyone. You'll get a, a message service. You leave a message after the beep and talk about something that's bothering you. Myself and my guests will help you out. We've got Ira Madison, the third coming up. We've got Ian Carmel coming up. We've got Beth Stelling coming up. We have some amazing people coming up. Yeah, so, uh, you know, throw us, throw us your problems. Um, yeah, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to book a person. I didn't want to have a conversation at the beginning of this because I, I am tired. I'm not exhausted. I'm doing fine. I'm mellow. I love the fact that my wife and I are not working. We're basically just taking care of this kid, passing her back and forth, putting her in the, in the snoo bed, which is this, this bed that basically simulates what the sounds and, and, and motions of being in a womb. So it puts the kid to sleep and, uh, I wish they made them big enough for some of my size. And honestly, that's discrimination, but that's on the snoo uh, corporation. Get at me, snoo. Let's, let's write, write this injustice. Um, but it's been a, it's been a cool time. Uh, just not, not working, but you know, it is, it is a full-time job. And also I had my folks in town, not that I need to entertain them, but now that they're gone, I kind of feel my body relaxing. And I'm also like, Whoa, 
I am very glad I did not get a guest for the show, so I don't have to <laughs> uh, keep up banter with anybody else, which I'm, I'm kind of enjoying. But I am excited for your calls. And uh, thanks again, Mighties. I know I didn't get into a lot of funny stuff and just kind of sharing where I'm at uh, in my life right now. And, and I, hope, I hope you're doing great as well. So um, yeah, Renee, let's roll the first call. Hey, Matt, it's your cousin, Chris. Uh, my husband, Hi. Alan, and I wanted to call hey. to tell you and your lovely wife congratulations on the baby. And I'm sure I need any advice that you can offer on any subject that comes to mind. And uh, I also wanted to uh, thank you for naming the baby after me. That's a, that's a huge honor. And, <laughs> um, you know, big, big love to you and the baby and your wife and your folks. And uh, congratulations. Bye. Hey, what's up, Chris? Oh, that's so cool. She's absolutely one of my favorite cousins and uh, was there the first time I actually did comedy in a comedy club uh, headlining. I think it was the Laugh Stop in Houston. I want to say 2007. She was there with her husband, Alan, and then uh, it was awesome to see them. That's all, that will always stick in my mind. That and her and her uh, brother, Bob, who I love very much too, um, uh, their parents, my aunt and uncle were living in, in Taiwan because my uncle Jim, her dad was the uh, principal of the Taipei American school. Taipei is the, the capital of Taiwan. And, and so we visited them when I was 11 years old and they gave me a copy of Iron Maiden's, uh, live album, live after death. So rocking, just a, just a rocking couple of kids. Chris, I don't know what advice I could possibly give you. Um, I, I, you're, you're always such a like an optimistic, happy person with such a, a, a biting sense of humor, which is like my favorite kind of person. Anyone, anyone who can go, you know, my mother has a great thing that I've only heard her say when you're talking about something you didn't get to do or, 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 or something you missed out on or something. My mom will be like, well, life is long. Like, I don't know anyone else who says that. Everyone's like, life is short. You got to grab hold. My mom pours a glass of wine. Life is long. It's fine. You know, <laughs> cause it is life is fucking long. I can't believe I've been al alive this long. 46 years. Insane. So I, I, my advice to, to anyone out there is just be more like, like, like that, or, and, and like Chris, just have, have an optimism, uh, but, but don't lose, you know, a bit of your, 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 your cynical hilarity. You need it. You need your black humor. You need your, 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 your dark jokes to get you through these dark times, but don't let that be uh, your guide, you know, let, the, let your, let your optimism if you can be your guide. So, and also, um, holy fuck. Okay. Sorry. My, my neighbor, Rick flies kites on the end of, um, fishing rods. That's the level of boredom we're at right now during quarantine month five or six, whatever it is. And he has a new kite and boy, does it look like an actual Falcon. And it went by my window and about scared the heart out of my chest. I thought a, a, a falcon was flying way too, like anytime you're in a building and a bird that close just flies casually past the window, you're like, well, it's the end times. Um, so yeah, Chris, I, I guess I would just say, just, just, just keep on rocking and, and uh, 
keep on doing what you've been doing as long as I've known you since I was a kid. And unfortunately, I'm sorry, we didn't name the kid Chris, but maybe that will be her nickname. Uh, her, her, her name is Rose. So sorry, but not sorry. Love you. All right, Renee, let's roll the second one. Hey, Matt, my name is Rob. I was giving you a call today to ask you a question and some advice. Congratulations on the new baby, and seeing that I am also in my 40s along with my wife, we are trying to get pregnant. Nice. What advice do you have for someone that is looking to get pregnant when they're in their 40s? Mm. Thank you very much. Love the show. See you. Thanks, man. Yeah, uh, that was us. My wife is in her late 30s, uh, and I'm in my 40s, and it, it's it, it, it's harder, but it's 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 more and more common. I, one thing, um, we, we didn't want to do was, uh, you know, use, use that, uh, I forget what it's called. Damn it. What well, well, look, we, we just, we, we tried as much as we could. Um, we had a, a bunch of medical advice and went by the timing. I think, you're obviously probably already doing all of that. The thing you have to do is just teach yourself patience because it's not easy. Uh, it, it's, it's for some reason when you want it to happen, it's very, <laughs> it just eludes you. So give yourself time and, um, and look at the whole thing as, as a process that might take far, far, far longer than you wanted to. I, I I will tell you right now, it took us it took us a long time. And then when we found out when we had that moment where my wife was like, oh, I, I haven't had my period in a while. And we were just like, well, let's get a pregnancy test. And we got it. And we we're, you know, it said positive and we're in the kitchen. And I would have bet thousands of dollars that that moment would have been like, so exciting and and we did it we find we did it but it was instead this moment of oh we can't turn back now can we shit like it was kind of a downer we didn't really meet each other's gaze we were quiet we were we were just like wow okay so that's so that's the thing and then we you know went off on our own things and in like an hour, we were excited, but it, it's, it's, it's not just be careful what you wish for. Enjoy the time you're not pregnant and, um, you know, look forward to it happening. You're going to get um, distressed and down on yourself and disgruntled and frustrated and, and mad. And, and it's gonna, you're going to be uh, annoyed by how long it's taking and, if you've told anyone that you are trying, they probably won't ask, but if they do, you'll be pissed off. You'll be annoyed at yourself for having told them. All I can tell you is just, just don't, don't let the, the buildup to it happening or not happening uh, ruin the time leading up. You know what I mean? Just, just, just make sure you're having fun. Make sure you're, you're still living your life and, um, and just, you know, get get your count checked. Uh, make sure your your wife is is able. And once, and I'm sure you've already done that. But then it's just it's a matter of who fucking knows, man. It 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 probably will happen. Um, 
And, and yeah, I, I, I'll like, my, my only advice, cause you know, other than, you know, I go, obviously go by all the medical um, guidelines is just, just pay attention to your attitude, pay attention to how crazy it can make you and don't let it get you too down because it is, it is pretty rough sometimes. So hope that helps, man. Um, let's, uh, let's roll the next call, buddy. Hey, Matt, it's uh, me again. I decided I'm not going to pick a favorite kid. Uh, I'm just going to let it happen organically. Um, but that being said, now that I have a son, and congratulations to you and your wife, by the way, uh, how do I keep him from becoming a Patriots fan? Because uh, my family is Indianapolis Colts fans, and it would just be a huge slap in the face to all his uh, ancestors to become a Patriots fan. And um, I, I don't want to force him into the Colts fandom, but, boy, anybody but the Patriots would be great. <laughs> so uh, anything you could offer would be uh, would be great. Thanks, and congratulations again. Thanks, man, and thanks for calling. I will, full disclosure, my wife is from New England. She's a huge Patriots fan. I am drinking a water glass right now that is a New England Patriots water glass. Like, that's why I'm, I'm laughing so hard at what you're saying. I, I like football. I grew up without a football team. You know, the Seahawks, the closest thing. But, you know, around here, I, I have no choice. I got to root for your, your sworn enemy. Um, but, you know, I mean, look, the odds are that he won't, especially now that their, their dynasty seems not necessarily over, but they're going to have a hard time getting back to where they were. And that's, that's fine. Everyone's cool with that. I think it's fucking weird that Brady is going to Tampa. Like, dude, just retire. What are, why, why, why? It's like, I know he's mad. He's mad. Supposedly at Belichick because Belichick wanted to trade him or, or put him up for trading years ago. And he held on to that and was like, once, once this, once this is up, I'm fucking going and I'm going to play, I'm going to play against him. All I, I think like all he wants to do is win a game and look across the field and stare at Belichick until Belichick goes back into his, <laughs> into the locker rooms. Just he's gonna be alone on the field, just staring at Bill Belichick until Belichick is, throws a towel down and they all leave and all the Buccaneers will have gone home and just Brady standing there, just holding his old New England helmet and spitting on it. So I look, they don't. If, if your if your kid was like seven years old and this was four years ago, it might be that thing where you're just it, you, like the 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 bulls in the '90s. You you you're a you're a, a, a let's say um, you know a Utah Jazz fan. You're living in Utah, but your kid's running around with this Bulls jersey twenty three on it, and you're like, oh. I don't think I, I think what you, what you're in danger of right now, though, bro, is 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 willing it into existence by thinking about it too much. I don't believe in that stuff too too much, but I will say, anything you practice, you get good at. So if you're just like sitting there going, "Oh man, I really I hope he's not a patriot," and you keep thinking it and thinking it, it's putting energy somewhere that your kid might pick up on and go, "I don't know." New England does have really good lobster rolls. What? They're terrible. You know, 
don't say that son of mine. I just, you know, I would just kind of let it go. You root for the, the Colts. I'm sure your kid will be like, yeah, that's my team. Be kind of weird if he pulled an Alex P. Keaton and just went ex- completely against your whole thing. And it wasn't, I think if he pulled an Alex P. Keaton, which for those of you who don't know, if you didn't watch uh, Family Ties growing up, Michael J. Fox played the Republican, Ronald Reagan loving uh, son of very, very liberal parents. Haha, that's a sitcom trope for you. Um, but I think your Alex P. Keaton uh, uh, son would be just anti-football. Would just You'd be watching the Colts and he would be like, can we just like watch a concert or something? I'm, my friend Dave hates sports, hates them. He can, he, he, he loves, he's a huge music fan, you know, loves going to concerts and stuff, just sports. Nah. And he grew up in Michigan, you know, where sports are definitely a religion, especially football, college football specifically. Um, so yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I think you're worried about something that is the hard eight, you know, you're worried about rolling a hard eight, uh, if that was a bad thing. And it's, I'm using a terrible analogy because I'm great at them. But, you know, if playing craps, if you bet on the hard eight, you have to roll, you know, two fours to get that. And so it's, it's very, I'm just saying it's really, 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 really uh, uncommon for, you know, your, your a person's kid, if you root for this football team to kind of just pick a random team you know unless he's just like all right you know i just i just want to be in competition with my dad all the time so i'm gonna pick the team he hates and i'm gonna root for them but usually you want your home life to be comfortable you know so i doubt that kid will just be you know kicking at the front door hoping that it'll give out kicking at the foundations of the home from the inside and just going you know i really love the pats so I, I think you just kind of, you know, make your disdain for them known, but don't make it uh, an attractive thing. Like, like you hate that team because they're so good. Ugh, those red, white, and blue colors. So attractive. I wish I could wear them on, on, the, on my jersey, but I can't. So I hate them. So do you, son. That kind of thing. So hope that helps, man. And thanks for the congrats. It's, it's one of those things I just don't have any fear about. Whatever team my kid roots for is great. You know? Well, that shit. As soon as I said that, I'm like, that's not true. If they don't root for the Trailblazers, I'll be furious. Probably be a Lakers fan. Damn it. Okay, we got one last call. Uh, go ahead and roll it, Renee. Hi, Matt. My name's Joy. I uh, live in L.A. Love your stand-up. Really appreciate the show. Um, so I'm calling because I want to know if I'm being an asshole. Um, so I know everyone has gained weight during COVID, being in lockdown and everything like that. I definitely have. Um, but I'm doing my best to make sure that I'm at least trying to be healthy, I'm going running, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I'm also pregnant, newly pregnant. Um, so there's that to be added to it. Um, but what I'm concerned about is um, my husband. He gained about 40 pounds last time I was pregnant. We have a four-year-old. And I love him, but we're both very curvy people. Um, 
both do our best to just kind of stay healthy, you know, even if it wasn't in the middle of a pandemic. Um, so I don't want to be an asshole. <laughs> I'm trying to encourage him to be active. We're both working from home, but I don't want to make him feel bad about himself. Like, I don't want him to think that I'm, like, judging him or something like that. I would love him, you know, no matter what he weighs. Um, but I want him to be healthy. Um, so I'm trying not to bug him too much, but, you know, I still want to, like, encourage him to do the best, you know. And it's hard because we already have a four-year-old, so he doesn't like running. So I don't really want to invite him to go running with me because then that would mean we'd have to leave the kid at home or, like, bring the stroller with us. And like I said, he doesn't really like running, so pushing a stroller probably isn't the best thing for him to do. Um, but, yeah, mm -hmm. any advice um, would be appreciated. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Joy, thanks for calling. Yeah, that's a that's a big uh, uh, thing people are dealing with. And, look, you've already had the experience of him gaining 40 pounds, which which is a lot uh, while you were pregnant. Um, so... I think I think you're saying you're worried about being you're being an asshole. You're not being an asshole. You're concerned for his health, and that's 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 a beautiful thing. Uh, I think you kind of just need to figure out how to balance it without it's. You don't want it to sound judgmental, but I think if you present it that way, and just have a conversation with him about um, not falling into that hole again, and and uh, and. and you know, you're, you're, you're willing to help and, and you want to make it fun. You're, you're off to the right start. I think he doesn't like running cool. Um, maybe you guys could look into online classes. That's something that my wife and I do. Uh, we also have, uh, a Peloton bike, which they're, they're, they're pricey, but you can get them for, I believe like 50 bucks a month and you get access to all these different classes, not just, uh, biking, but um, hit classes, high intensity interval training for those of you who don't know, uh, and um, weights classes, things like that. Stuff you can just schedule and do together while you're in the house, while the kid is in the house. The kid will do it along with you too, and uh, that can be your thing. And once, once if he's doing that a couple times a week, uh, even if you don't get a Peloton, find a, a thing to schedule to do together maybe joy you take a break from running that day and still run other days if you want and 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 have him join you you know for starters two three times a week and then maybe get it up to four if you can that's going to make all the difference because i mean really you're you're worried about him him feeling self-conscious and that's nice but it's like when you're gaining 40 pounds and you're a grown adult that's that's dangerous especially because and I'm going to talk, I've definitely gained a couple pounds. I've definitely got a little thickness around the middle. Well, my parents, I haven't worked out in like two weeks, which is crazy for me. And I've had this kid and you know, my parents have been in town and stuff. And, and most of that is just laziness. Don't get it twisted. I'm not making an excuse or blaming it on Rose or my parents visit. I have done this by choice, been a lazy fat fuck. But um, when men gain weight, we generally gain weight around our middle. And that's what's known as heart attack fat. If you have a lot of fat there, it is hard for your white or your, 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 your body to, uh, to metabolize it. And it makes your heart work very hard. And, you know, it's, it's key that you, you know, gaining muscle to increase your metabolism is one thing, but 
get keeping your cardio strong is 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 huge especially get, as you get older cardio and flexibility are the two biggest things um so just kind of it, it's tough to say don't sell it in terms of your your worried about his his looks or him getting heavy you're worried about his his life but it's hard to figure out how to say that without sounding like a super fucking downer um but you just talk about look you're having kids and you want to be there as long as you possibly can for them and to see their lives so just just kind of sit down with them and and have a cup of coffee and and uh and when i say have a cup of coffee i'm not talking like a cop would you want a cup of coffee let's get something serious to tell you where were you on the night of, no, a delicious coffee drink, you know, like something, something fun, you know, maybe a Frappuccino. I don't know. Uh, even though those make you fat and just sit there and, and, and have, have a, have a scone or something and, and go, you know, can we talk about our, our fitness plan and make it your fitness plan? Like, like as, as in ours, as in yours and mine, um, uh, I'm talking me as you and, him as your husband. It's like, you kind of do it together. You know, my wife and I used to go to workout classes together on the weekends and it's, it's awesome. It's awesome because once you get that out of the way and you feel good and you're sweaty and all that shit, uh, you, you, you feel so much better about eating the things you want to eat later. And you can still fucking do that. Don't, don't do that thing where you're never eating pizza, where you're never getting like any fried foods, you got to give yourself treats. Uh, a lot of people do that with cheat day. I can't stand eating nothing but healthy shit all week and then having one day. If I did that, my cheat day would be, I would have eat like two fudgies the whale for, <laughs> for lunch. Two fudgies. Um, so just, just it's, it's, it's a conversation and it'll just get it in his head because frankly, one reason men keel over and die so young is because we just don't want to be bothered with our health. Even worse, a lot of us see it as something that isn't manly or isn't, um, you know, uh, uh, worthy of our attentions and, and kind of, well, men do what men do. And that means, you know, I drink a lot of whiskey, I eat a lot of red meat. And it's like, buddy, you can do that. Maybe, maybe just on the weekends. Um, so, yeah, it's just don't, don't feel guilty. You're trying to do the right thing by him and by your family. But, but I, I think just keep it light. Just keep it light, get into a conversation, offer ideas like the stuff I've given you uh, about working out together, coming up with a plan. Don't even mention running. I, I hate running. I mean, I'm not, I love doing spin. I just don't, I, I got, I have weird legs and like when I run, like, oh, my back hurts. So, but I now, cause I've done all these classes and I used to take when we, you know, could still go outside and you know, work out with each other. I used to take boxing classes and they'd make me run around the block. And like, I could, I didn't used to have that ability and I, I do now. So who knows? He may be working out around the house and be like, you know, I kind of want to try running and he might take to it. So that thing, once you have regular exercise in your life, you get addicted to it. And that's, 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 uh, that's your goal with, with your fella. So call back and let me know uh, how it went. And, um, you know, he might get angry. He might, you know, uh, resent you. But I, I think you're worried about it for the wrong reasons. You're worried about it sounding judgmental. And it's not. You're just trying to be healthy and trying to keep your husband around as long as possible. So hope that helps. Thanks, Joy.
Um, thanks to everyone uh, for, for calling and for listening to my, my crazy stories. And um, my wife actually just walked by with Rose. So it's, it's an exciting time to be alive. Uh, like I, like I, I try to tell, every, tell you every time, just, just hang in there and find the fun things to hang on to. And um, don't uh, kick your own ass because this situation this year is doing it for us. Um, find, find your peace, find your joy. And um, when, the, when you're in the shower, find your butthole. I don't know. Um, thanks so much, guys. Call me at 323-763-0228 and leave me a message. 323-763-0228. And uh, take it easy. This Might Help with Matt Bronger was created and hosted by me, Matt Bronger. Produced by Outer Circle Media. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcasts.